Networking and Marketing Made Simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind-the-scenes look into the real-world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me, and now let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of, well, actually, this is a dual episode. Uh, so it's Entrepreneur Rescue Mission and Networking and Marketing Made Simple. So I have my wonderful co-host, well, I'm Nancy, and I have my wonderful co-host and husband. Scott. <laughs> yes, Scott. It's always weird. It's like, do you want to introduce yourself or whatever? So yeah, we're doing another episode uh, together. And this topic is something, in fact, Scott picked the topic. I think this is going to be a great thing for us to kind of chat back and forth about. Uh, this episode, as all of our dual episodes, are not scripted at all. And so we're kind of just literally riffing on this topic. And uh, Scott, if you want to just open up, share with our audience what it is we're going to talk about, and uh, let's just dive in. Yeah, we're going to talk about why you should go with what you know in, in respect to, I would say, the coaches, the consultants out there. And the term of becoming an expert, I think no matter what business you're in, where you started, where you are now, where you're going, there's experiences that should be had. And you don't want to be the jack of all trades. You actually want to have a singular focus, uh, putting yourself into a category of one. And I recently... In the last few weeks, I, I, I listened to a podcast or a, a video, um, a YouTube video, or it was on Instagram story, of uh, an old mentor of mine uh, and Nancy's, Chris Harder. And he was on a panel and he was talking about the importance of when you want to be known for something, you want to be considered an expert. Uh, experts are also uh, self-educators in the sense that when someone wants to be considered an expert on a specific topic or subject or business concept or strategy, you better believe that person that wants to be an expert is doing their research. They're listening to podcasts on that topic. They're not knowledge cramming. They're, they're getting necessary information where they actually can back that up, not only with the knowledge they have with that topic, but the output of the results that they can get for people that they work with. And it was a really powerful message for me to hear from someone that I do look up to and Nancy does as well, him and his wife, because again, there's a lot of people that, that know me as a LinkedIn expert. And I never coined myself that at all. People started considering me this LinkedIn guru because I was getting results for myself and then took it to market and then started helping other people do the same thing. And Nancy's done the same thing, you know, about building your personal brand online and putting systems in place and getting your business organized. Those are her jams like that. That is what she is a master at. But she had to do it for herself first. So we understand that there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that want to grow a business. You know, they want to be successful, but you have to go with what you know. And once you can hone in on what it is that you know, and you've gotten those results for yourself, 
that's the certification. That's the qualification that you then gain that you can do that for other people. And, and I'm just going to say it, it, it's a, it becomes a trigger for me or an issue for me when someone is misaligned in the sense that, and I, Nancy, I, I, I give you this example all the time, right? Mm -hmm. The money mindset coach that's broke, right? Or the, the regular mindset coach that has a bad mindset or a business strategist that is, doesn't have a strategy for themselves or someone that teaches organizational skills and they're disorganized. Like it's, it's an oxymoron, right? It's like a jumbo shrimp. It's you're, you're trying to teach other people how to do something that you haven't yet done for yourself. And we're not telling you to kind of sit on your hands and wait until you become self-successful to then take it to the marketplace. But you have to understand, you have to prove your concept first before you can then take it to market and understand that that qualifies you to then charge people for what you've done because the results that you get for your clients is solely predicated on the results that you got for yourself first. So you're not going to teach someone how to write a book and self-publish it if you haven't written a book and self-published it yourself. You're not going to teach someone how to launch a podcast if you've never launched a podcast yourself. So I'm I'm finding myself going on and on and I'm going to kind of pump the brakes and Nance I want I want your take on this. Yeah. I mean, like I, I do. And it's so funny because again, I like to play devil's advocate sometimes and just give Scott a little bit of a alternate point of view. And I know myself, right. So back in the day, um, years ago, I actually got my real estate license and one of the biggest, um, uh, things that they used to say is fake it until you make it right. You know, put the persona out there or put that, that, uh, idea that you are really successful and that you're experienced and everything. And then that way you'll start to get clients and then you'll start to get a little book of business under your belt and then you'll kind of keep the thing rolling. So I get it right. You know, in some industries and things like that, it's to your benefit, right. To maybe look a little bit more successful or to know <laughs> a little bit more than you do, um, makes sense. But whenever it comes to coaching and things like that, um, I do agree. And it took me a long time to kind of circle back here because I think so many coaches that I interact with, um, a lot of them have imposter syndrome, right? A lot of them feel like, well, who am I to be teaching this? Or who am I to be, you know, whatever. Well, I do want to clarify and also explain the differences between certain things. So let me just give you an example. And I know you mentioned like mindset coach and things like that. Let's pull away any expert, you know, areas of focus. Let's just say coach. And let's also say leader, you know, leader or manager. So if we're to look at it that way, and you are a new coach and you're looking to help people on their journey, okay? Meaning you're not teaching on anything in particular. You're just helping to guide people, right? And whenever I say helping to guide people, that's asking the right questions. It's helping pull people's answers out of them. It's it's helping them come to the solutions and things like that. So really as a coach, you're not the one who's giving all the answers, right? You know, rather than on the other side of it, you've got consultants who are supposed to be giving all the answers, right? So there is a big difference there. Now, 
do I believe that in order to be a certain type of coach, you should have experience or at least have the knowledge and the ability to uh, really hone in and, and share your own experience? And I mean, it should have been you, right? A few steps behind and now the version of you that's coaching people, right? It's that up-leveled version where you're like, look at what I did and what you can do too. That's how I feel, right? So if you are, back to your point of being a mindset coach and honing in on that, you should be pretty damn good with money, right? You know, you should be able to say, look, I was here and now I'm here and here's the things that I do and here's, uh, you know, the example to follow. That I truly believe, right? If you're a relationship coach, you should be able to, you know, explain, okay, well, here's some things that I did and here's some tips and, you know, so on and so forth, right? I think that that is very um, big. In fact, I was listening to an episode of um, Shailene and Brock Johnson's the other day. I can't remember what the episode was called. Uh, their podcast is uh, Build Your Tribe. It's great. You guys should totally check it out. Um, but she was talking about like her frustration. Oh, in fact, this was, it was her interview with Amy Porterfield. Um, so anyway, they were going back and forth and she was saying, look, like there's all all these people out there who are saying, oh, I like the idea of this, but they don't have the experience or the credibility or the knowledge to be able to really, right, teach on that. So going back to all of that, again, you, I believe that you can be a good coach. You can be a good leader and not know all the things, right, about a certain topic, right? I think that that's important to note. You know, I go back to the example, you know, when I worked for Apple, I didn't have to know. In fact, I still don't know about any of the products, right? I didn't know about any of that. My job was to lead the team and to manage people. So that was the most important thing. I didn't need to know like how to fix a an iPhone or I didn't need to know about even products and the sales and things like that. Like, I didn't need to know any of that. So I just think that's important to note that, yes, you can be a coach. You can be an amazing person and not know every single thing about a specific you know, expert topic. But if you're going to hone in and focus on a certain area, if you're going to niche down and you're really going to dig into being an expert in a certain area, you got to know your stuff, right? And I think, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was pretty much like, if you can't teach on it and you can't teach a class on it or train or get up and speak on stage about it for at least 15 minutes unscripted, then you better go back to the drawing board, go back to the books, you know, whether it be a certification, whether it be, you know, learning a little bit more, go back and do your work, right? Until it doesn't feel icky anymore. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking, hmm, right now I'm teaching, uh, you know, this particular thing and even I don't feel comfortable with it or I don't feel like it's really my zone of genius, it might be a good time to reflect. I mean, you know, is this what you should be teaching? Is this your area of expertise? Is this what you really want to go all in on? Because I'm not saying you have to fully pivot and go away from it, but maybe you need to go back to the books and spend a little bit more time and brush up your knowledge. I mean, I use the example of, you know, whenever I was learning um, to build your personal brand right online. In fact, my book, How to Build Your Personal Brand on Social Media, Guys, the amount of research and the amount of time and attention um, that went into creating that book, you have no idea. So it was a couple years ago, I was diagnosed with kidney cancer. And for the entire month um, that I had my first surgery, I was bedridden. I mean, I was literally could not do anything. I wasn't going anywhere. And what I was doing is I just devoted all of my time to 
learning everything I could about building your personal brands, you know, whether that be books, whether that be taking courses, whether that be a certification, whether that be, you know, I literally learned everything there was to learn about building a personal brand because I wanted to make sure that I provided credible, great, you know, information that was going to be value added, right? I didn't want to create a fluffy book, <laughs> you know, that no one was going to get anything from. I wanted somebody to walk away with a tool and a resource. So I want you guys thinking about that. You know, do you feel confident? Do you feel like you could go on stage if someone said right now, get up there and go do a 15 minute talk on your area of expertise? Do you feel comfortable teaching a class or training someone on your topic? If not, I want you guys to take a couple steps back and think about, okay, well, am I able to provide the value, right, that I say I can deliver? Am I able to really teach someone on this topic or is it something that I need to go back to the drawing board? Again, maybe brush up my skills or learn a little bit more about. Scott? Yeah, I, th I think the to kind of like put the cherry on top of this is never stop learning and having the confidence to know that you can deliver on what your expertise is, is going to move the needle of your business forward. And, you know, stopping the the multitasking, I think Nancy and I, we, yeah, we talk. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So I love doing podcasts and guys, this is like so raw and real right now. So Scott always, like, it's so funny, just so you guys know, when we're like working together and doing stuff, I always type stuff in the chat. Like we're on like a Zoom screen right now. And I always tell him like, shut your face or like, you know, I always type like trash talk, like back and forth, like when we're on trainings. So Scott, as we're doing this podcast, I'm like noticing he's like multitasking. He's like looking at other things. No, I was I'm typing talking. up notes. I was typing up well, some notes. Anyway, and I typed in the chat, stop multitasking. <laughs> And I said, please stay focused. So we started reading what I was typing. <laughs> like, no, because no, I, I was actually like <laughs> I was writing out the description of this podcast episode while Nancy was riffing. So I was kind of listening to what yeah. you were saying and I was putting no, it in there. It's so funny because sometimes he just repeats what I say. It's really funny. L yeah. Long story short, um, you, you really need to hone your skills. And I'll go back to something that I said very early on is do your research, you know, be be a student of the game. You you hear this term all the time. I, I've been teaching and consulting around LinkedIn now for over 10 years. I still read blogs every single week. I'm still knowledge cramming all the time because if I was only to teach what I knew from 10 years ago, I would absolutely be irrelevant. And to all the coaches and consultants out there that have a specific focus, whether it's money mindset, it's law of attraction, right? Um, it's just business consulting or coaching. It's scaling your business. What, whatever your area of expertise and zone of genius is, every area of expertise evolves over time. There are new strategies. There's new techniques. There's new information out there. Continue to do your research so you remain on top of your game. Yeah. And I was just going to say, you know, my uh, copywriter, Charlize, who is absolutely amazing, she actually did an interview with me, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And she had asked me, she said, well, you know, what makes you a business strategist? You know, what makes you the expert in this area? And it was really funny because it had been a really long time before I sat back and I thought, well, okay, well, here we go. Um, you know, I started a business, in fact, multiple businesses 
from the ground up, right? From scratch, from zero to growing over, you know, six figures a year. Uh, you know, whenever it came to leading teams, I've led tons of teams I've hired. In fact, you know, Scott and I were just having this conversation the other day, the amount of people that I've hired and interviewed and coached and trained and developed and promoted and whatever, it is literally like, I mean, it's, it's my jam. I love it. I, I've done it. Uh, you know, whenever it comes to working for other agencies and working behind the scenes for high level coaches, you know, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. I have seen so much more than the average bear, you know, and I've gotten to peek, you know, been able to peek behind the scenes of all these businesses and really learn what it takes to be successful. You know, whenever it comes to investing money in our own education, right? Tens of thousands of maybe at this point, even more, you know, money that we've invested, right? In our own learning and our growth and in marketing and so much more certifications, things like that. So, you know, again, I do feel like you've got to go through things first to be able to best support and help people. And I always go back to what my first business mentor, in fact, this guy, I had hired him, um, not even hired. In fact, I was working through the small business administration. Uh, they have an agency called score.org where you're set up with a business mentor. And when I was first starting my first local business, he said, Nancy, you need to get your hands dirty and you need to do the work so that you can effectively run and manage and build and grow your business. And I was like, really? Okay. Like, you know, like full dive in. Yep. You need to literally know the ins and outs. And I have always taken that with me through every single business that I've built um, because it's easier, right? To set expectations. It's easier to manage your team. It's easier to understand, you know, all the things that go into it. So again, I put it out there to you guys. Make sure you go first. Uh, you're teaching and training on what you know, right? So go with what you know. And, uh, you know, and don't be afraid to go back to the books or make sure that you have, you know, the knowledge and the resources and things like that. So that is pretty much a wrap for this episode. Um, we did want to share with you, Scott, you want to tell them a little bit about uh, our mastermind coming up? Yeah. So at the end of September, we are going to be opening the doors to our group coaching mastermind called Expert Authority. And this is where we actually teach you the things that need to be done in and for your business to become the expert in your space. So it is a, a hybrid mastermind. So there is group coaching. There is one-on-one -on -one coaching. There is group networking. There's accountability, high accountability. We have a book club. We have mindset calls. It's an all-encompassing community to help people grow and scale. And just to give you one quick success story, one of our current members in, in 2022 they made $50,000 in their in their coaching business. They joined our program last October and rolling into 2023, the first six months of 2023, they doubled their income that they made in all of 2022. That means they made $100,000 in the first half of the year. So they are on pace to 4X their business just by following the strategies and the techniques that we have taught them. So if you're interested in learning more about our Expert Authority Group Mastermind, but also would like to take our free business assessment, we invite you to go to our website, thetimetogrow.com to do so. Schedule a free call. We can learn about your business, share more about deeply about what the mastermind is and how it can help you. So we just want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Love and gratitude. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you so much again for checking out today's 
episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net, where you can schedule a free discovery call with me, where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.